Um, we are going to rock into what was probably my surprise panel for the weekend. I got, I had the unbelievable pleasure of hosting Scott Wilson's panel. Scott Wilson, for anyone who doesn't know, played Herschel in Walking Dead. But for me, I've I've seen all all of the previous films that he's done yeah. in regards to his back category. Like he did the Night Configuration by William Peter Blady, which is like one of the greatest unseen films ever. It's it's a it's 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 easily one of my top ten movies of all time. He was in The Exorcist Part Three, which again is an underrated film. Yep. Um, he's been in a ton of shit. He was Pa Angel in the Salon oh, Dread yeah. film. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was, that's that's what what I the Angel there. Gang yeah. were probably the only part of that film that they got where right. they got right. And I told him that on the panel. No, no, Mega City One was perfect. It looked great. Yeah, no, it looked Robert all right. Schneider. Hammerstein looked cool. Fourth. Uh, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> fuck you! As a denizen, I've stated this so many times. <laughs> as a denizen of Meg City One, Schneider was perfect. Absolutely. Oh, oh. <laughs> perfect. We, we've raised his eye. No, no, you go through the comics and you read about the people <laughs> who are washing dishes and dirty and dishes and washing dishes and dirty and dishes and just doing stupid, inane shit. He's perfect. He should not have been dread psychic. Okay, the psychic thing in a really dirty voice. should not have been dread psychic. <laughs> but Stallone, Wayne. And Stallone should have Wayne, taken it off. Gave no, 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 no. How did he have the lid on and actually just send them to the cubes? Perfect. It gave us Demolition Man, Wayne. Listen to how deep my voice is right so there. angry. Demolition Man, Wayne. Demolition Man was before Judge Dredd. They ripped the fucking story off and put it in Judge Dredd. That's all I'm going to say about it. Fuck that movie. Scott <laughs> Wilson was the best thing about it. But... <laughs> Oh, I'm going also, up to four on him, Pa. I'm going up to four on the lollies in a second. Um, buck, buck, buck. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, Wilson was an absolute gentleman. An absolute gentleman. So soft-spoken. So nice. Um, you could see how he was cast as Herschel. Because that's the calming influence that he is mm-hmm. in life. He was just the nicest guy ever. And, yeah, his panel was a joy. So, here's his panel, folks. Enjoy. Called Richard Brooks, who was directing In Cold Blood, and told me you should see me. Hmm. They didn't tell me they were doing that. And that's how I got up from In Cold Blood and, and got into the, into the mix. Yeah. And then six weeks I was up for it, and finally Brooks gave me the role. Excellent. Now, to go from films like that, and then to end up like in a show like The Walking Dead, which has a huge following. Is is was it? A, did, were you aware of anything like that before? Was it was it an eye opener for you as an actor to be part of a show that had a huge fan base? Well, it was big when I went on the show. Hmm. The first season there were six episodes, and it was uh, big for cable television. And I, you know, I got a telephone call. It, it was shot in my home state in Georgia. And I've been talking to a friend of mine who I grew up with, and he said, you know, as long as I've been acting, and as many films as I've shot in Georgia, I've never worked here. And 15, 20 minutes later, the phone rang, and it was about uh, The Walking Dead. And I asked my manager, they said they wanted me for two or three episodes. And I said, what's it about? And he said, zombies. And I said, right. Tell <laughs> <laughs> me some good news. Yeah. And they said, uh, Frank Darabont and Gail Ann Hurd. And I said, That's good news. Let me, can you get me some scripts and get, let me see the first six episodes? Hmm. So I looked at the first six episodes and I, I, and then it turned that 
five, ten minutes after the first conversation, I got called back from my manager. He said, now they're talking about 10 or 11 episodes. He called back five minutes. And now they're talking about this season, maybe next season. I said, let's just deal with it one season at a time. So, we got it. Yeah. And did anyone... I, mean, I did it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did anyone give you any of the issues of the comics to say, look, this, this is an, like an, in, an insight into the character? Well, no, no, they didn't recommend that, and I didn't do it because I didn't want to read something and get stubborn about it. Yeah. Not that way. No, to fans. It's not like that in the comic. Doesn't mean it can't be like that in the show. Because but I'm, I'm going to read it. That's yeah. Yeah. I will read the comic. Was it like true, like true osmosis to people saying you should really read this? Like any people coming up to your conventions or even fellow actors going, this is really good. Not really. They don't. They haven't said that to me, actually. Yeah? I mean, I, I get more like, well, your character's different than he was in the, in the uh, mm. illustrated, you know, comics. So that, that, uh, and again, if, if it isn't going to be the same, then why do you want to immerse yourself in it? Yeah. And it, and it wasn't the same for a, a lot of the characters. Mm. I mean, Daryl wasn't even in the comics. No. Neither was neither was uh, Rooker's character, Michael Rooker. No. So it wasn't the same. As it is and isn't the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, like there were obviously, like you said, there are major changes, and I'm sure everyone here is a Walking Dead fan, so they're cut up, right? Yeah. So we're not going to spoil anything, right? Like if I start talking about plot and stuff, no. Good. So, like. In the comics, I don't know if anyone, you've probably heard this a million and one times at this stage, but your departure from the show was, in the comics, is a different, it was Tyrese in the show had that ending. That's what I understand. Yeah, so I mean, like, when, we, everyone was waiting for that scene to happen, and when it happened, it was like, oh, it's Herschel. I actually, I remember my wife was actually very upset that it was you, because you were actually one of her favorite actors and characters in the show. So she actually was said, I wish they actually had off Tyrese because I wanted her to stay forever. <laughs> so, I mean, and there's a thing that you guys do as well on the show called death dinners. Yeah. Where he is, and he, when you're leaving the show, the cast get together yeah. and have a meal together and send you off. Right. Is that, is that, what is, is that, that must be kind of weird. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, but it's, it's nice and it's a good thought. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really uh, a family type unit, all the cast, and, and the writers, are, and the producers, and the crew, everyone really pulls together to make, it, to make it a successful show. Everyone really works hard. And it is a collaborative medium. Mm. I mean, you need everyone pulling together on the same end of the rope to really make something special. And I found that true over the years, from the first film I was in to the second one, and, and on down the line. Those films that are the better films that I've been in have have had that that magic about them, where everyone connects and everyone is no one is jealous and no one is uh, yeah. is a prima donna. And, and, you know, it's all one for all and all for one in a way. It's always a good way. I mean, you see it from like there's images in the slideshow. See if yourself with Norman Reedus and uh, Andrew Lincoln are you know, like you seem like a, a unit, a solid unit of yeah. friendship. Um, I'm, 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 it seems like a lot of jokes tend to happen on set. Yeah, to a degree, yeah. Like, and I mean, the, they, they get a lot of work done. Yeah. I mean, for eight, nine days, they do a, 
that show gets an awful lot of work. I got a call today from the guy who does the special effects on the show. That was sweet. I didn't get to talk to him about it. But uh, the amount of work that he does. It's like this. Well, there was the last image we've seen it is, is the, the head. Yourself with your yeah, well, that that was Greg Nicotero, his special effects yeah. uh, uh, makeup. I mean, he, he's a legend. Hmm. He's fantastic. And his crew is fantastic. It, it just it seems like a, a full, proper unit of a, It seems like a family making a show. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Um, okay, folks. Now it's your turn. You get to ask questions. I'm sure you have them. Oh, this is good to see. People are getting up. Okay. So, if you could form a line. At this microphone stands, there's two at the front and one at the back. Great, sir, you shoot ahead. Um, um, for a big part of the show, uh, you love that park as a group, and your character suffers lots of different losses. Was there anyone that particularly you found like that bothered emotionally during the you mean after, after going through a scene being emotionally drained? Well, I can the scene where I was bit on the leg, and we that was a lot of energy was expended that day, not just by me but by the entire uh, everyone that was involved in getting Herschel into the to the uh, commissary where they, uh, they chopped his leg off. And Herschel is the only one at that time, I'm not sure right now, but that had survived a, uh, a zombie bite or a walker bite. So that was, kind of, that was unusual at that time. Uh, but that was just a lot of energy, and, and the other actors were picking me up, and it was just rushing down the hallway. And it isn't like you see it in the, in the finished product. You shoot that all day long, the same scene over and over and over, from different angles and different lenses. And, and uh, then the next day you come back and do it again. So it was it was a lot of uh, a lot of work and a lot of people putting putting uh, all their energy into it. So that was probably the most uh, physically draining scene that, that I was involved with. Well, I'll go the other way and say, well, emotionally draining if you, episode eight, I think, of uh, season, is it two, season two, yeah, when uh, in the barn where uh, Sophie's little girl comes out and, and Herschel's wife and his friends and his neighbors, that, emotionally that was pretty uh, draining. Not much dialogue, but a lot of... Uh, focus on, uh, on loss when you came to realize that, that uh, the, the walkers were not going to be cured, that it was a losing proposition. So that was a draining exercise for me, followed that up by going to a bar and getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> a draining day. <laughs> Yourself? I was talking about the first to say, here's all the and they're coming out of the and they're walking out of the and so it's called something a little bit different. A lot of the soldiers in different characters and three and stuff like that, they brought out a new one that's red, and I'll put it on the other side. 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 I'll
So no. with the remember you played Paw Angel in the Stallone yeah, Dread. Right, right. Uh, he's wondering, would you be interested in returning to the role in the spin-off of the Angel Gang? No one's talked to me. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't given me any thoughts. I'd like to work. So. And the, you know the angel. Tell them to call me. The angel gang was probably <laughs> were the highlight of that film. It, they were the because they were you. They were the closest thing in that film that was close to the comics. As much as we were saying earlier on, you want something to be different from source material to a degree. The angel gang, you guys nailed it. Right. Compared to everyone else in that film, so. So for every Rob Schneider joke, we had you. Right. So that's the way that works. So, um, yeah. Uh, before we, Reen, just if we could just drop the stage lights just slightly because it's slightly blinding, just a tiny bit. We can't really see the folks on the on the outside asking questions. Cheers. Um, next question. Um, <laughs> does, it, does it bother me? I gave it to him. <laughs> I, when I cut the ponytail and, and uh, the ponytail off, I, I auctioned it and donated the proceeds to the Actors Fund for uh, people in the film industry, art and stage actors, that, that uh, or crew people who need help, they can go to the fund and and it helps them out. I know when I was a younger actor that I'd been there a couple of times. So I auctioned the beard off and Norman calls me and says, I want the beard. I said, get in line. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, just give me a little pinch. So I pinched a little off and gave him a little piece of it. So I don't know what he does with him. <laughs> he also has uh, Andrew Lincoln's uh, beard. <laughs> When Andrew cut his he somehow or other got a hold of some of He's that. He's probably making wigs for Michael Rooker. I, I just said, don't clone me. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. I wouldn't, I, I can't go there because, because he it wasn't in Herschel to go there either. I don't think he would have... Uh, Throwing someone under the bus so he could stay alive. So I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I couldn't go there. Hershey wouldn't go there. I might. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Next question? Would I still like to be in the show? But would you would you have liked to stay on if they decided not to kill Herschel? You would have been very happy yeah, to stay I, on. I was I was very happy working, but I knew that ultimately they were going to kill me off. And actually, in in the first season, the showrunner Glenn Bazaar called me and he said, "Scott, I'm taking you out." And that was, I said, "Okay." He said, "No, you don't understand. I don't really want to." I said, "It's okay, Glenn. You'll get over." It. <laughs> and he says, but no, I really don't want to. I said, Glenn, I knew I was going to be taken out when I came on the show. So you really don't have to worry about me. And he said, well, I'll be taking you out of the 10th or 11th episode. And the 10th episode came and I'm still in the show. And the 
11th and the 12th and the 13th, and he didn't kill me. So I got it. I did the next season and then into the into uh, the fourth season. So, but everyone on the show is going to go sooner or later. Who do you think is going to go uh, on this coming episode? That's that's going right deep into figuring out right. You could they could see out both eyes, so if they could see out both eyes, that's fine. I don't know. I, Maggie has to stay on. There has to be a little virtual at some point. Yeah, very much so. How is the like, how is the family unit? Like your family unit in the show. Like, I know what you're saying, the show was completely, I mean, there's an image of how close you guys were. Um, <laughs> but as of, like, with Maggie and, like, your family in the show, it, it, it felt so solid, like, such, it was so well put together. And when, when you went and Maggie saw that happen, it was like, whoa, yeah, it, it was well, emotional. Yeah, well, it, it, it was a close, close unit, close yeah. family unit. Hmm. Yeah. And it was really the same way with... Uh, with all the characters, this whole, the whole show uh, is that way. And, and again, with the writers and the producers and the crew, and, and as well as the actors. And the, the people playing the zombies were, were really put a lot, of, a lot into it. Yeah. Because even when the camera wasn't on them, they were doing their zombie walks. And, and so if you look, you don't think twice about about the world that you're inhabiting because they're there, you know, doing their thing. So it, it, uh, you don't have to try to create that in your imagination. You see it. Yeah. And so you mean you take it for granted. Your so first interaction with a zombie, well, the very first time you saw one done up, were you blown away by like, whoa, like this, the effects? Because some of the effects oh, are amazing. Yeah. Well, the, my first day on the set, they were taking me to uh, makeup. And they took me to the wrong makeup trailer. They took me to the to the effects makeup, to Nicotero's uh, area. And I'm standing in the end watching them make a, you know, one of the zombies up. And he said, I think you have the wrong dressing room. I said, no, I'm in the right one. I want to see what you guys are doing. Cool. That's good. Next question. They've asked me several times to, if I would do the role, and I kept telling them no, because I didn't want to go there. I knew that I could go there. It was a thing of me not wanting to go there, because it was too raw and too emotional, to, uh, that I didn't really want to deal with it. And finally, they talked me into it. 
not with more money, but they were silver tongue. <laughs> so I did it, and it, it's uh, you know you 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 study acting, and you work on your technique, and you work on what you you uh, I guess it's a culmination of, of uh, trying to prepare myself for a long time. Girl, I knew where the role needed to go because that was the scene where her character is no longer a victim, she's become a perpetrator. So in order for her to be the perpetrator, then that victim has to be pitiful almost, the way you, you really, uh, you know, you, you uh, totally have to get that he's, he's trying to help her. I'll get choked up again. Wow, there you go. Cheers for making him cry, God. <laughs> Thank you very much. Next question. You know, I really enjoyed working with all of the actors. I, mean, I have a lot of scenes with, uh, with Andy. And I enjoyed working with him. He's really a wonderful actor to work with. But all of them, all of the actors were. I, I can tell you a, a funny thing that happened. I think it was funny. Uh, when they chopped my leg off, they did a lot of uh, green screen, CG, you know, computer-generated imaging. And, but they also did a lot of the old tricks that, that they use in films. So when I was in the prison cell with my they cut a hole in the cot and my leg was down in the cot and made it look like it was it was cut off so i'm in the cell and every and i decided to stay there because it would help the day move faster if i wasn't getting in and out all the time and they're shooting a scene with all the actors in the cell and all of a sudden in the middle of the scene i started snoring <laughs> <laughs> they, they woke me up laughing. I woke up to laughter. And uh, they said, were you really asleep? I said, no, no, no. <laughs> 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 it, was, but that was, that was uh, I don't remember your question. <laughs> Thanks very much. Next one over here. Oh, he's been very nice. You go. Uh, hello, Scott. Uh, <laughs> if you were able to be any other character in The Walking Dead except her, so who would you be? Judith. <laughs> <laughs> I think she'll be protected. I don't think they're going to let anything happen to her. Is that, does that happen on set? Like, people, do you have like a, a power around the water kind of going, I wonder who's going to go next? Like, well, I mean, I, you know, you try not to dwell on that. Yeah, I mean, you, you let it go, but then, boom, you see someone. That's why those death dinners are nice, because people do, it's like going to your own wake. Yeah. You know, uh -huh. so it, it's, uh, was David Morrison at yours? The governor, was the governor at yours? Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah, it was his, too. We both, we both. Oh, you had the same one? Yeah, I mean, ah. we both, you know, he died right next episode or something. Yeah. So we kind of shared our death dinner. 
Oh, that's cool. Okay. You kind of probably would. You're dead too. Yeah. That's good. Yes, sir. I don't know why I don't have things that I really want to do, but I never have. Uh, I have read things and said I would like to do it, but it isn't something that I know before I've read it that I want to do it. So I don't know why I'm that way, but I am. Uh, if I read something like it, then, then uh, yeah, I want to do it. But I guess if I if there was something that I really wanted to do, it would Maybe I should write it. I don't know, but I'm not really a writer, so. <laughs> but it's a good question. I I wish I did know what I wanted to do next. Actually, I do. I, I just optioned a book that I want to get made, but I don't know that there's a role in it for me. I just want to see those characters brought to life. Can you tell us what the book is? It's, it's a book called Thelonious uh, Rising. It takes place in New Orleans. And it's about a young kid who. Uh, dances on street corners with tourists at the change. And it's about, it's the ninth ward, the people in uh, Louisiana uh, before Katrina hit. Yeah. And you follow these, the people in that community, and it's, it's just getting to know those people. So, I like the, I like the feel of the story. And thank you very much. Next question? Yeah, as you just said, you've had a very long career. Um, a lot of actors sometimes get props or something from the sets. What have you collected anything, and what was your favorite? I have a piece of wardrobe from everything I've ever done. I mean, it's, it's adding up. <laughs> I'm going to have to throw some of it out, I think, <laughs> because it has. I have the belt buckle from In the Heat of the Night. Cool. I have the shoes from In Cold Blood. I have. Every time I have a cap from the Great Gatsby. I have a piece of wardrobe from everything. I, it, I feel like I'm entitled to it. <laughs> <laughs> so I steal it. Thanks, <laughs> Craig. Do we have any other questions? Here we go. Favorite scene I've ever done? Yeah. That's tough. Because mm. there are a lot of. I've been fortunate to, to uh, work with a lot of wonderful directors and writers and actors and over the years. There have been some really, I think, wonderful scenes that have, and films that have stood up over the years become classes. Uh, gosh, there are a lot of them. He denied the scene with, that I had with uh, Sidney Poitier in the jail cells, where, where for a young actor coming in, working with legends like Sidney Poitier and Rod Steiger. I mean, that was pretty extraordinary to me. And with, with wonderful scenes. And in Cold Blood, the interrogation scene, and the scene where they were buying uh, clothes in the clothing store, those were, you know, based on the true events, that's a film that I 
wish had never been made, and I wish the book had never been written, and the crime had never taken place. But since it did happen, uh, I'm glad that Capote wrote it to be with realism, and that Brooks followed that and made the film uh, realistic. But there were some scenes in there that were, were extraordinary scenes to play for, for an actor. A young actor, and, and you know, the F. Scott Fitzgerald's *The Great Gatsby*. There was a couple of great scenes in there that were fun to play. I, I'm sorry you asked me the wrong question. You got me talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, it's been a long one. <laughs> Sorry? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you have any other questions? Any, oh, if you want to just jump to the microphone there. Jump to the microphone. Hi. Um, I guess when I was walking back, I was confused. You know, maybe someone, like, I was thinking, I was thinking, I was thinking, I was thinking, Go <laughs> back, I think I'm part lizard. Oh, my head goes back too. Thank you. Thanks. And with, with the career that you've had, like working in, in TV and film, like I know a lot of a lot of actors, they're happy to be just solidly working. But do you have a preference? Like, do you prefer working in film or TV, or is just you're just happy to be working overall? It, it, it's. Uh, you know, if, you, if you're doing a play, you realize the full arc of your character in one night. Yes. Which is, so that's great. And if you're doing a film, you're shooting out of sequence. You're shooting boom, boom, boom. So it's a kind of, I don't know, like a chess game. Uh, and it's fun because you're, you're trying to match up. You do this and see if it's going to match up with this. And that, and it, it's the the uh, so it's fun from that point of view on a film. But you do know the arc of the character from reading the script. Yes. In the TV show, you it works the same way in, ter in terms of shooting out a sequence. But you don't know what's going, what the arc of the character is going to be over two or three years or four years. Whatever the time frame is, so it's more of an evolving process, and, and you may plant things here and thoughts here that you hope bears fruit further down the road. Yeah. But it does sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But it's 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 a more it's a different kind of different process it's, that I found very fun mm -hmm. because I didn't do series episodic television really until. Uh, Late, you know. So, but I found it exciting. I found it interesting. And um, like, I mean, even speaking about the role you played in Monster, you you obviously get it, there's a lot of emotion in the role you play. I mean, even in the films that you've been, your characters always tend to be like I know Herschel. He tends to be the heart and the guide of, of, of a lot of the group in in The Walking Dead when he was with them. But those are roles that you've had. Like especially like the likes of In Cold Blood and The Night Configuration and stuff like that and The Exorcist. 
the characters have an emotional core that's quite deep and you seem to really get in the full method into that and is that do you find that that is that is the way you do things you have to fully invest in the character and to make it fully believable to the audience well I, yeah well i try to do what what the uh, script calls for hmm. what i think it calls for because there are a lot of actors that just they just come in they read the lines they go home but you, like I mean, I've have seen so many of your roles over the years that every single one of them you do, you, it's a hundred and ten percent, and it is solid. Like, and, and it's it's amazing that it's like if I, we were sitting here, I would have no problem sitting here at a panel talking about your career without The Walking Dead. But it's amazing that The Walking Dead has garnered you so much attention. And was that an interesting thing for you to, to see? Like when you became, when you got the role of Herschel and you were at conventions and you saw all these fans of the show that became fans of yours and then found, say, if they might not have seen all of your back catalogue of work, is it gratifying to see that happen? To, like, well, it's it's to amazing, really. Yeah. It's totally different. I don't think anyone involved with the show had any idea they would go where it went hmm. and where it still is. I mean, it's just a huge show. So I, now I go through airports and restaurants or wherever, and I down the street and I, I, I'm, I'm Herschel. Yeah. 55 years of being an actor, and now I'm Herschel. <laughs> yeah. Which is cool. I know. I, I it's fun. It's I like you know people to uh, to respond to what what you've done. Mm. Nice. So. Yeah, that's good. Do we have any more questions? Yeah. Great. I have no idea. And now I'm with you. And you still watch? You watch the show? I do. Sometimes I have to binge it because I'm yeah. out of town. But I do. I'm up to date. Great. Oh, and you mentioned earlier you were happy that it was filmed in your home state. Uh, yeah. How How do you reckon Andrew Lincoln's accent? I think he does a great job. It just, it's, he can he turn it on like that and turn it off like that? He doesn't, he doesn't do that usually. Usually yeah. he's in character with the, with the accent. But if, but if he goes out and he, you know, an interview or something. He reverts back. He, does his, uh, he doesn't go full Christian Bale and do his accent in the, in the interviews <laughs> as well. Great. Next question. Well, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, if if I were still alive, I would be a little more opinionated about it. But, but uh, as Herschel, if I was still alive. But uh, I think that one reason they may have wanted to take Herschel out was because they wanted the group to go darker than Herschel may have been comfortable with. So. And, you know, trying to think as the writers are thinking, it, 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 uh, it's, uh, I, as a fan of the show, may think of 
precursor would feel one way or another. But I think, again, the reason they took him out was because they didn't want that. They wanted to go darker. So when you're talking about them taking out the hilltoppers, I don't think Herschel would have liked it. But, but that's maybe why Herschel isn't there. <laughs> Maybe Herschel should become badass and go out there and kill them ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, folks, please put your hands together for Mr. Scott Wilson. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, so that was the Scott Wilson panel. Literally solid. The man was a gentleman. An yep. absolute gentleman and a joy to actually host. So I'm, I'm thankful for the organizers for getting him over. I'm thankful for actually being able to host this panel because he was fucking phenomenal.